0: Hey gang, this is Trent Schatteker, chiropractor and advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Welcome to today's tick. For each week we study a chiropractic principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy science and art of chiropractic thank you for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic now let the class begin chiropractic like other sciences has many principles as in other sciences some of these principles are different from the rest Some being more fundamental than others. This fact can be seen by examining the foregoing definitions of principles. Some of the principles are basic, upon which others are founded or derived as going from the general to the specific. Some are down to a part of the whole thing. These specific principles are, of course, derived principles. They're not limited to any giving number. A fundamental principle of chiropractic is a statement of the quality or actions of intelligence in matter, which will include any and all circumstances that may arise in study. That was written by R.W. Stevenson. In today's tick, we're going to grow in our understanding on principle 2 Out of the Chiropractic 33 Principles, Principle number two states, the chiropractic meaning of life is the expression of this intelligence through matter is the chiropractic meaning of life. As you listen, make sure you share us with your friends, classmates, and colleagues and feel free to tag us at Today's Tick. Now let the class begin. The Chiropractic 33 principles are, without without a doubt, the building blocks to the philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. They were first documented in R.W. Stevenson's 1927 Chiropractic Textbook. And R.W. Stevenson states, The science of chiropractic holds that a universal intelligence created and is maintaining everything in the universe. This is manifested by movement and is called life. A specific definite portion of this intelligence localized in a definite portion of matter and keeping it actively organized is called by chiropractic innate intelligence. The function of this inborn localized intelligence is to adapt some of the forces and matter of the universe in a constructive manner. Now, that was written almost 100 years ago, and some of the language in that is out of context in today's lingo. But the point is, and this is where we're going in today's podcast, the point is chiropractic is a study and application of palpating the spinal column to locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of what we call vertebral subluxation through a chiropractic adjustment to relieve interference upon the neurological system so that the nerve force may flow freely from the brain to the rest of the body. And this restoration of interference or dysfunction at the spinal cord level on the neural pathophysiology allows the body to express more normal function Or if we go back 100 years in R.W. Stevenson's terminology, uh, more life. And even in practice, I I use the term quality of life. And the point of the podcast is we want to look at what this principle number two really means when we're saying the expression of life through matter. And so, if we looked up the definition, which I took a quick snip um, or a quick peek before this uh, podcast, if we looked at the definition of life, you might find something similar to what I found, which is life is the condition that distinguishes animals and plants from inorganic matter, including, it also includes the definition of the capacity for growth, reproduction, Functional activity and continual change preceding death. And so continual change preceding death is the ability to adapt to your environment. And if we took that definition and we applied it a little more in the realm of chiropractic, we could say life defined in the human biology world can be viewed in the lens of what neurology really is doing. You see, when viewing the body as alive or expressing life from the neurological lens, you'll see that the brain and the neurological system are an irreplaceable organ in the human body that coordinates function throughout the body, giving life to the human body as a whole. And uh, we are not here to go go too far down the rabbit hole of life versus death, where we want to take it is what R.W. Stevenson was referring to in principle number two in the lens of chiropractic. And without the neurological system functioning properly in your body, you literally have a body with less life. You see the brain is the first organ to develop in utero, and... It's the last organ working before that medical doctor distinguishes you as no longer alive. And so without your brain or neurological system, any of your cells, tissues, or organs just do not stay alive for very long without the aid of some sort of medical equipment or treatment and again, we're not going down that rabbit hole today, but the point of the conversation is your body, our bodies, require, absolutely require a neurological system in order to express life. Uh, the two are just uh, peanut butter and jelly together. You just have to have the two together. And this expression of life in the human body is the second chiropractic principle that R.W. Stevenson states as the following. He says, an expression of intelligence through matter is the definition of life. So what does he mean when he says intelligence is being expressed through matter? It's another old term, I feel like, uh, and we can look at it a little closer. You see, all physical matter in the universe including our physical body is composed of atoms. Now bear with me, I'm not going to take you too far down organic chemistry right now, but let's just briefly discuss atoms. Atoms are units of energy formed from protons, electrons, and neutrons. Who here remembered that from science class? You see, the number of electrons that differ from one atom to the next is what makes Uh, Matter different from one form to the next, if you remember the periodic table. And the electrons are the primary carrier of what? Yep, you got it. You guessed it right. That's energy. Electrons carry energy. And it's interchangeable with matter itself. And that's what Einstein broke through with his famous equation. For all you fans of uh, information, E equals mc squared. And so, all matter has atoms, and in order for matter to exist, there needs to be an organization to the electrons around that atom. The organization of those electrons is the differentiating factor of what expresses one form of matter to the next. Now, this organization within the atomic level and throughout the universe itself, and which would include your body and my body indicate something that chiropractic and R.W. Stevenson was very fond of explaining, and that is the organization indicates there's an intelligence presence. Now, I know what you're, you're, you're thinking, intelligence like, oh, someone's behind this, thinking it out. Logically speaking, you conclude that intelligence exists due to organization from a scientific standpoint. In the realm that intelligence is a property of organization. Now, hear me out. I'll say that again. Intelligence is a property of organization. The two require each other to exist. There is no such thing as organization without intelligence. The old common example that my mentor and uh, and, uh, and and past colleague, he's no longer alive, Reggie Gold, Would always use a story that if you walked into a room and no one was in this room and there was nothing else in this room but a pocket watch and you found this pocket watch and you opened this pocket watch up and you had no idea what this watch was or did, but you looked at this pocket watch and you opened it up and you determined that it was telling you something, it was telling you information, and it was logically ticking in a specific amount of time and it would repeat itself on 60 seconds every minute and every minute that would tick by you would see that you had 60 minutes that would make up uh, an hour and you would see that this little tool this pocket watch was specifically created to tell you what time it was without you knowing what it was or without you really having an idea of what it was before you saw it. But the moral of this story is, was that there is no way that pocket watch just made itself. It did not just uh, happen to create itself without someone intelligently organizing the gears and the hands and the infrastructure that would relay the amount of time Uh, that would tick with each second and each minute in this pocket watch. And so you could conclude after finding this pocket watch that someone created this tool uh, in order to what you therefore found out was to read time. And so the two uh, correlate without a doubt intelligence and organization. The two require each other to exist. And so going back to our principle number two of the Chiropractic 33 Principles to get back on topic here. It is um, the expression of this intelligence through matter, is the chiropractic meaning of life. And R. W. Stevenson used the word intelligence a hundred years ago to just describe the organization within the universe and within. Human physiology and the human body, due to uh, his observation that atoms and molecules have bundles of energy expressing information. And information, not in the sense of facts uh, like Google can give you, we're not talking. Uh, 2020. We're talking 1927 uh, uh, instead. In 1927, the information is not facts, but rather arrangements or sequences that show this organization to the atomic level. In bundles of energy expressing information within our body occurs, hear me out now, it occurs through a neurological impulse or what chiropractors may refer to as a mental impulse. That's also documented in R.W. Stevenson's textbook. And this mental impulse from the brain to the body and the body back to the brain is a beautiful concept documented by R.W. Stevenson. And we can have a further podcast on this conversation, uh, the safety pin cycle or the normal complete cycle is what R.W. Stevenson calls this, but uh, we're not going down that avenue today. We need to stick to principle number two. And so the cyclical expression of information um, expresses more information and that information is organization, Uh, within the harmony of the human body. And so uh, we're talking neurological impulses, sending information from brain to body and body back to brain through the spinal cord, out the nerves, to the heart, lungs, stomach, digestive tract, feet, legs, toes, you name it. And it goes back up to the brain and back to the body again. And this information Uh, is neurochemical, neurophysiological, neuroelectrical chemical in nature, but it carries with it information. And the neurological system is confined within the physiological finite, but, 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 this is where my passion resides within the profession and within chiropractic. It has embedded within this neurophysiology an infinite potential To express information through the transfer or the transferring of energy via neurological impulses or mental impulses. And so this expression of information via energy through the nerves is really an abstract and um, intangible um, aspect in terms of science. You see, you can't really touch, see, or feel the information that's being expressed. Maybe someday we will invent something, and I believe B.J. Palmer tried doing that, but it was uh, uh, not with success. But back to the information at hand, you see the neurophysiology expresses information with each impulse and within each bundle of energy is packed full of information that only demonstrable that's only demonstrable through its manifestations of function and or healing within the human body and so you can't see it but you can see the manifestations of what's being said and uh To use Albert Einstein again in this podcast, because I guess we are going deep on this one. Albert Einstein once wrote on a blackboard, and I think there was some controversy to whether or not he said it or someone else said it, but I'm going to go with Albert Einstein because that's neither here nor there. Albert Einstein said, not everything that counts can be counted and not everything that can be counted counts. And I thought this was applicable for today's podcast because this expression of information within our neurophysiology is a reminder that our quality of life within the realm of well-being or health is not, and I say that again, is not always verifiable, verifiable through the lens of metrics or measurements. And I can back that up with the old classic World Health Organization or WHO, they have a definition of health as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. And the absence of that which can be measured does not necessarily mean completeness or wholeness is being expressed. And so as we wrap this up, you need to remember and you need to hold on tightly to the fact that health and well-being defined within the philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic is an expression of intelligence through matter. And this expression is manifested through motion from neurophysiology, Via electrical impulses with mental packets of information attached. I'll say that again. This expression is manifested through motion from neurophysiology via electrical neurological impulses with mental packets of information attached. These mental impulses coordinate the human body's trillions of cells in a state of active organization or otherwise known as adaptation. And this is why chiropractors are very passionate and focus on the body's ability to express more proper function through the brain-body neural connection without interference at the spinal cord level by proper alignment in the vertebrae that protect and direct the neurological system. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you enjoyed with it by tagging us at today's tick on social media. This is your first episode. Please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location analysis and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues and be a champion, be a hero, and send them this episode. You never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. BJ Palmer. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. Risks associated with chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.